Nation Nail Salon and Grocery Store. Wait, she's at the nail salon and the grocery store? I'm at the Combination Nail Salon and Grocery Store. Groceries through Instacart, delivered to my door. I don't have to choose between acrylics and the grocery store. The Streets of San Francisco, a Quinn Martin production. Starring Carl Malden. Also starring... Jamie! I got one thing! Jamie! Tonight's episode, Mr. Nobody. That is who I am. Welcome to a Monday edition of the Riley and Kimmy Show. Riley and Kimmy Show. Hello, everybody. Hello, everybody. Everybody, 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 everybody. <laughs> Hi! Hi there. Monday, we made it. It is a Monday. And the question is... Is Kimmy going to make it into the studio? Can she make it? I, I hope she can. I am your host, Patrick Riley. Quite a good scene, isn't it? One man crazy, three very sane spectators. That's right. Let me count here. One, two. Yes, two of them sleeping behind me. They're fur kids. And oh, there she is, two of my left. That is Kimmy. She had a very big weekend, and she is with us. Hello, Kimmy. I'm here. And by the way, check out our, our website, RileyandKimmy.com, on our Facebook page to find out uh, all the things we did, and also uh, video interviews and videos and, and photos and, and whatnot, all available right on our website right now, RileyandKimmy.com. Also, our Facebook page, please follow the Riley and Kimmy Show. If you like what you hear here, be sure to tell your friends about us. You found a nerd variety talk show. That's right, brand new stuff every single day that revolves around the world of nerdum. We offer pop culture escapism. We are the Riley and Kimmy Show. It is a Monday, March 20th. The question for Kimmy is, are you able, do you want to play Nerd and Pop Culture Geek Trivia? Of course. It is a Monday, March 20th. We'll be asking Kimmy some questions from the timeline. We have jumbled up the timeline to make it just a little bit harder on spot next to me here. Maybe she prefers data. I'm not sure which. The key is she's really smart. Feel free to help out Kimmy if she uh, stalls a little bit. Shout out an answer to her. We believe in time travel answers. That's right. We believe they go right from your time period to ours as we record this. So shout, shout them out at your laptop, your smartphone, your tablet, your desktop, whatever computing device you're listening to the Riley and Kimmy show on. Because we are mobile and global. You can take us anywhere on planet Earth. Here we go, Kimmy. It's a Monday, March 20th. The very first question we have for you. This happened on this date. Give me the year. It happened at Sing Sing Prison. Martha M. Place becomes the first woman to be executed by the electric chair. She was put to death for the murder of her stepdaughter. Did this happen in 1959, 1939, 1929, or 1899? 1959. It happened in 1899. Okay. Moving over to something else happening on this date in an assassin. John Wilkes Booth. That's correct. That's 1865. That happened. It was on his date in 1868. Jesse James Gang robs a bank in Russellville, Kentucky. They make off with $14,000. That's in 1868. 
It was on this date in 1886, the first AC power plant in the United States begins commercial operation. 1897, the first intercollegiate basketball game that uses five players per team was held. The contest was Yale versus Pennsylvania. Yale won by a score of 32 to 10. That's not much of a basketball score, is it? 1914, the first international figure skating championship was held in New Haven, Connecticut. It's on this date, Kimmy. Here you go. Please pay attention. 1915, this individual, a mathematician, publishes his general theory of relativity. Who is he? Einstein. Can you give me that famous equation? Uh... Come on, you can do it. It is actually on the Enterprise, the the aircraft carrier. E equals MC squared. It was yeah. on this date, Kimmy. The first newspaper vending machine is used. Before that, you had to go to a newsboy, somebody out on the street corner, or a newsstand. There mm-hmm. was not this automatic vending machine kind of thing where you drop a coin in and get a paper. Now, maybe today nobody even knows what this thing is. Tell me what year did it make its debut within... Five years. When did the first newspaper vending machine come to be? 1970. It's 1954 when the first one of those was used. I haven't seen any of those in a long time. Have you? Mm, I haven't noticed them. Okay. Well, actually, are, do you actually look for a, a paper? That's right. I, I That's why I said I, don't, yeah, I yeah, haven't noticed yeah, them. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. you know, the newspaper you see now is somebody sitting at a at a uh, table at some supermarket trying to get you to su- subscribe, basically. Mm. It was on this date, 1959, Bobby Rydell made his first television appearance on American Bandstand. It was on this date, 1960, Elvis made his first post-Army recording. And on this date, 1961, this individual recorded this song, Tell Me Who He Is. Hello, Mary Lou. Goodbye, heart. Sweet Mary Lou, I'm so in love with you. Who is that, Kimmy? Ricky Nelson. That is exactly right. 1961. It was on this date in 1963. This duo records this song. Two girls for every boy. It is not the Beach Boys that recorded this originally. Can you tell me who it was? Jan and Dean. That's exactly right. By the way, it was written by Brian Wilson and Jan Berry of Jan and Dean. Now, the Beach Boys did not record it first. It was Jan and Dean that recorded that and had it a hit in 1963. Now, their single, by the way, became the first surf song to become a national number one hit. That's 1963. It was 1963, the first pop art, no, Kimmy, not pop tart, the first pop art exhibit begins in New York City. That's 1963. You know, from that point on, then you see all the soup cans and things like Mm. that. Yeah, you know, that's 1963. Remember, pop art, not pop tart. Mm. Even though you like pop tarts. Mm. You do, don't you? Yeah. Keep them away from me. That's, that's I, can't, I can't have those. It was on this date in 1965, the first Motown tour in the United Kingdom began. And moving over to 1969, John Lennon marries whom, Kimmy? Yoko Ono. That's exactly right. 1976, this song is released by this group. It peaks at number 20 on the Pop 100, does get airplay on classic rock stations. Tell me who this is. Are you ready? Mm-hmm. 
Kimmy, can you identify that recording group? No idea. Young Bloods, a song, 1976 a year, and the group is Bad Company. Song peaks at number 20. 1982, United States scientists returned from Antarctica with the first mammal fossils found there. 1986, two characters on a hit TV show got married, Kimmy. Fictional, you know, fictional-wise. Show was on ABC Network. See if you identify the TV show. It is not Superman, although some accuse that the uh, composer was influenced by John Williams's Superman. This was a hit show on ABC. Can you identify it, Kimmy? I have no idea. The show is The Colbys. You remember The Colbys? No. It was a spinoff, an offshoot of Dynasty. 1986, Fallon married Jeff. That's Fallon Carrington marries Jeff Colby. That was a big historic moment on TV, Kimmy. I never watched either show. Uh, okay. 1986 is when that happened. It was 1989. It was announced that the Cincinnati Reds manager was under investigation. Who is that person under investigation? Pete Rose. That's correct. It was 1990. The Los Angeles Lakers retired Kareem Abdul-Jabbar's number 33. 1990, Gloria Stefan and her band are injured in a bus accident near Scranton, Pennsylvania. It was on this date in history. This rock legend's four-year-old son passes away in a tragic incident that happens at the 53rd story New York City apartment. Identify who... The musician is that this tragedy happened to. Here's your audio clue. This song is about the death of his son. Who is that, Kimmy? Eric Clapton. That's right, Kimmy. 1991, Eric Clapton. Tears in Heaven is about his son, Connor. It was on this date, 1991. It was announced that this individual and Sony had signed a contract that gave an $18 million advance for his forthcoming album called Dangerous. The contract also made him the CEO of a newly formed company. The company would be, it would change its name from what it was originally called. The deal was reportedly worth $1 billion. Tell me who that recording artist was that got that deal in 1991. I don't know. His CD and album was Dangerous, 1991. Michael Jackson? That's correct. Michael Jackson and Sony entered a deal on this date in 1991. It was 1992, Kimmy. This individual was awarded $1.3 million for an accident that happened on a set of a TV show. Her name is Janice Pennington. Do you know the show she is known for? No. No clue, right? Mm -mm. All right. It was a game show, Kimmy. See if you can identify the game show she was part of. The Price is Right. That's correct, Kimmy. She was one of the original Barker's Beauties, a model on The Price is Right. She was the longest model on the show from 1972 to 2000. She was also in Playboy as a Playboy Playmate in the month of May 1971. In June of 1988, a camera hit her and she fell off the stage. 
She was unconscious and was taken to a hospital. Pennington had surgery, which left her with scars and one shoulder shorter than the other. Hmm. So she could no longer wear swimsuits on the show. She was eventually dismissed from the show. She sues, and they settle out of court hmm. with $1.3 million awarded to her. It was on this date, 1999, Bertrand Picard and Brian Jones became the first men to circumnavigate the Earth in a hot air balloon. The nonstop trip began on March 3rd and covered 26,500 miles. It was on this date in 2002, actress Pamela Anderson disclosed that she had hepatitis C. It was on this date, 1903, this individual was born an actor. He appeared in more than 100 films, Kimmy. And he was part of a TV show where he was in all 222 episodes. And he was the only actor on the series to do so. See if you can identify the TV show he is known for. Here is your audio clue. Jimmy, what's the name of that TV show? Petticoat Junction. Come ride the little train that is rolling down the tracks to the junction. Forget about your cares, it is time to relax at the junction. Lots of curves, you bet, and even more when you get to the junction. Petticoat Junction. Yeah, that's right, Kimmy, Petticoat Junction. This is Edgar Buchanan, who was born on this date. Died 1979 at the age of 76. He was also in 17 episodes as the character Uncle Joe on uh, Green Acres and three episodes of the Beverly Hillbillies. Now, he and another star of Petticoat Junction were in a movie together, Kimmy. Can you tell me the name of the movie the two of them were together after Petticoat Junction stopped airing? No. Well, he was with somebody, another star. The star's name was Higgins, can you tell me Mr. Higgins was his Benji? real name? Yeah, that's right. He was in Benji, the movie Benji. Oh. Yeah, he, he was with Benji. He worked with him, you know, a couple of times. Hmm. Actually, for a long time on Petticoat Junction and then in the movie Benji. By the way, Edgar Buchanan acted in so many things, different types of characters too, not just westerns. He acted in a lot of dramas and stuff. He, you can catch him like on Movies Network is just one of them that occasionally runs Edgar Buchanan material that's not just a western it was on this date in history bf skinner was born kimmy 1904 died 1990 at the age of 86 can you tell me what bf skinner is known for i would think in your college years you should have had many discussions of bf skinner mm -hmm. tell me what he was known for uh, psychology that's correct american psychologist behaviorist author inventor social philosopher he created what was called the Skinner Box. I'm sure you had a lot of classes about him, didn't you? Mm. It was on this date in history. This person was born 1906, died 1975 at the age of 69. An American band leader, you don't know him for that, Kimmy. Actor, you know him for that, director and producer. Now, he originated and starred in a show on radio that went to television. The show was with his wife, Harriet, and his two sons, David and Ricky. Tell me his name. Ozzy. Ozzy what? What? Nelson. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Ozzy Nelson. Yeah, Ozzy Nelson. Yep. He had the show The Adventures of Ozzy and Harriet. Mm -hmm. It was on this date in 1918. 
This individual was born, died 1984 at the age of 66. He was an American television personality and executive who made a name for himself as a game show host. Now, you don't know the shows he was part of back in the 50s, but you know in the 70s a show that would eventually go into syndication. It was on CBS Network. I can tell you that much. Made its debut in the 1970s and then would continue for a period of time. See if you can identify the name of the game show. Here's its theme. Can you identify that game show, Kimmy? Gambit? It wasn't Gambit. By the way, it debuted on the exact same day as Gambit. It also debuted the exact same day as The Price is Right. Any other guess? Mm. I know you've seen this show. Joker's Wild? From Television City in Hollywood, here's the game where knowledge is king and lady luck is queen. It's the Joker's Wild. And now here is the host of our show, Jack Barry. Welcome once again to the Joker's Wild, where we return to our normal schedule here during Easter vacation. I hope you enjoyed seeing the youngsters on the program these past few days. And we are going to pick up where we left off before we went into our Easter vacation with the children's program, where we had a young lady who had won a game, became the new champion, and didn't get a chance to spin for a prizes. So we'll re-welcome her now and let her do her prizes. Johnny, would you bring back the champion, please? That is Jack Berry, whose birthday is today. You know, he's another one that's sort of like uh, the one Gene Rayburn that I always... You know, as I look now, it's like, wow, why? Mm. They look like they, they belong on The Untouchables, you know, as, mm. one of, as one of the gangsters or something from that, that show. And I think as a kid, I didn't really care for him, but I loved the show, mm-hmm. Joker's Wild. Did you like mm-hmm. it? They, oh, had, yeah. they actually had a kid's version of the show, too, titled Joker, Joker, Joker. But be honest with me, you wanted to pull that lever, didn't mm. you? you? You always wanted to pull yeah. that big, big lever. Yeah. That's yours for three Jokers. The devil will lose it for you. Spin and good luck. Joker. Joker, Joker! Yeah, that's what that's what Kimmy wanted. I remember one time being stuck in the hospital after a tonsillectomy, and and that was the show I was watching. Mm. I, I got I, I I was in heaven there for a while. Okay, Kimmy, moving over to a, somebody else having a birthday. See if you can identify who this is. Best known as the creator, producer, writer, and actor on a certain TV show, which by the way he developed the show in 1959 as a television pilot called Head of the Family based on his own personal and professional life. However, the network did not like him in the lead. They found somebody else for the role in 1961. It was recast and became this show, so you can identify the theme. Dick Van Dyke Show. Yes, we, we went a little elevator for you there. Yes. Okay. The Dick Van Dyke Show. Now, this individual is the one who created it, Kimmy. He played a certain character on the show. He was Rob's boss. Here's your audio clue. No, your place is on network television. <laughs> so was Custer's last stand. You want a scalp to hang on your belt? <laughs> <laughs> this is a cute one. I had this one made so people will say, Alan is losing his hair. Would you like that one? Or would you like a crew cut one that I had made for the summer? Oh, this one, Mike. Alan, you need a haircut. Huh? Would you like these? What, 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 do, you su- what do you suggest I do with all of these now, huh? 
That is Alan Brady talking to Laura Petrie, who revealed to the world that he was bald. Kimmy, tell me the name of the person who created the Dick Van Dyke Show and played Alan Brady. Carl Reiner. That's correct. How old is Carl Reiner today, within five years? 90. He is 95 today. Next person was born on this date in history, 1928. We have your audio clue here. Identify this individual the moment you know who it is. It's a beautiful day in this neighborhood. A beautiful Mr. Day Rogers. That's right. What was Mr. Rogers' first name? Can you do that? Um, Fred Rogers. That's right. Fred Rogers, born 1928, passed away 2003 at the age of 74. He was ranked number 35 among TV Guide's 50 greatest TV stars of all time. Next person, born on this date in history, actor best known for a role as a title character in a television comedy series, Kimmy. See if you can tell me the name of that TV series, and then you can tell me who he is. Are you ready for your clue? Mm Mm-hmm. Okay, Kimmy, what's the name of that TV show? Barney Miller. That's correct. Now, who is the actor who played Barney Miller way back when? Oh, boy. What is... Is it Hal something? It is Hal something. (laughs) What is the something? I... uh, Can't mm -mm. do it? Hal Mm -mm. Linden having a birthday today. How old is he within five years? 88. 88. He is 86. Good job, Kimmy. Next person born on this date in history, Ted Bessel, born 1935, died 1998 at the age of 61. He is best known for a role that he had on a TV show that ran from 1966 to 1971. See if you can identify the TV show. Here's its theme. Here you go. amazing i actually think kimmy actually can tell me the name of that theme what is the name of the theme kimmy that girl Yes, that girl, Kimmy is exactly right, from 1966 to 1971. They had three different themes for that. That was the final theme, the, the final year oh. uh, was that. And by the way, Ted Bessel played her boyfriend and eventual fiancé. And who was that girl, Kimmy? What was the actress? What's her name who played that girl? Marlo Thomas. That's correct. And I have a feeling you watched that girl. Mm-hmm. Moving over to another person having a birthday today. Kimmy, tell me who this is and how old they are within five. We have some clues here for you. An actor who starred in Body Heat in 1981, 
Broadcast News in 1987, AI, Artificial Intelligence 2001, played General Thunder Bolt Ross in The Incredible Hulk in 2008, and in Captain America Civil War 2016. Who is the actor? William Hurt. That's exactly right. Now, how old is William Hurt within five? 70? He's 67. You got it. Now, have you ever seen, by the way, that movie Body Heat from 1981? Mm-hmm. You actually ha- have seen it. I, you know, it's based here in Florida. That's where the, the movie is based. Really? Based. Oh, yeah. It's based based in Florida. I Some of the fur kids and I just happened to catch it on Movies Network the other, well, mm. probably a couple of months. I'd never seen it till, till recently. Next person having a birthday, Kimmy, was part of a group known in the 80s. This group, he was with them clear up to 1989, helped them achieve a number 10 song in the United States. 1986, they had a top 10 hit. Tell me the name of the group he was part of. Can you tell me the name of that group that had that top ten hit? No. Fabulous Thunderbirds. That's Jimmy Vaughn on guitar, who was having a birthday today. He is 66. He is the older brother to the late Stevie Ray Vaughan. And one of the coolest things of, for me, music-wise, radio-wise, was attending a concert, being backstage, and watching Jimmy Vaughn and his brother play together on stage. Because hmm. the fabulous Slenderbirds opened for Stevie Ray Vaughan. It was really cool. Staying in the world of music, Carl Palmer having a birthday today. He is 67, musician of Emerson, Lincoln, Palmer, and Asia. He is credited as one of the most respected rock drummers in the 1960s. Spike Lee having a birthday, movie director. How old is he today? How old is Spike Lee, Kimmy? Within Uh, within five. 60. You're exactly right. Actress Holly Hunter having a birthday. How old is she within five? 58. She's 59. You're on a roll here. Model. Best known for appearing in 13 consecutive Sports Illustrated swimsuit issues. Kathy Ireland having a birthday today. How old is Kathy Ireland within five? 48. She's 54 today. I think you did a great job there, Kimmy. That wraps up the the trivia for today. I think you did a fantastic job. All righty. Yes, congratulations for a Monday. You did a great job. And right now we're going to focus on something from trivia. We're going to honor something with the golden age of radio. That's the Riley and Kimmy show going back in time right now and honoring Ozzie Nelson, who was born on this date in history. And we have two great examples of the theater of the mind. And we prove that the Riley and Kimmy show is all about variety because the old time radio shows, they could be about anything, just like modern television today. Just like you have a satellite dish and you can watch 500 channels. There were so many different things available on old time radio, including comedies and comedies like this one, Ozzie and Harriet would influence impact television for years to come here we go back in time with two back-to-back episodes uninterrupted of ozzy and harriet on the riley and kimmy show
the solid silver with beauty that lives forever is International Sterling. From Hollywood, International Silver Company, creators of International Sterling, presents The Adventures of Ozzie and Harriet, starring America's favorite young couple, Ozzie Nelson and Harriet Hilliard. It's a pleasant family scene we find in the living room of the Nelsons at 1847 Rogers Road. Fire in the fireplace, Nick the dog stretched out on the hearth, Ozzy on the couch reading the evening paper, and Harriet curled up in the easy chair with a basket of mending. Ah, uh, this is the life. Look here, dear. Hmm? What is it? I want you to see what happens to Ricky's trousers. Oh, gee, they're getting pretty thin. How can he wear them out that way? He never sits down. <laughs> Where are the boys? Out in the kitchen. I told them they could stay up a little longer if they promised to do their homework. Aren't these David's books here on the table? What are you fellas doing out there? Just getting a cracker. Why don't you go out and take a look, dear? Okay. Uh, how you doing, boys? We're okay. Well, Pop, this is a neat book. Well, wait a minute. What's the idea of reading comic books? Pop, these aren't ordinary comic books. They're educational. I suppose this first story is educational. Tommy Skunk lets him have it. <laughs> That's a swell story, Pop. Tommy Skunk is Never mind, Ricky. Why aren't you boys doing your homework? Well, you don't understand, Pop. You see, we're supposed to do a composition on animals and birds and stuff. And these comic books tell you all about it. They're very educational. We're going to read our school books, too, Pop. Well, nevertheless, you promised to get right at your homework after dinner. I thought a promise meant a little more to you guys than something to be said and forgotten. We didn't mean to break our promise, Pa. We didn't think you'd catch us. <laughs> I don't think you understand, Pop. The teacher told us to get these comic books. They're very instructive. All I can say is school certainly is a lot different than it was when I was a boy. State's a lot better, isn't it, Pop? I'm not too sure, Ricky. Back in those days, everybody walked ten miles through snow. Well, that's not what I mean. When I went to school, we didn't have to learn about nature out of comic books. We wanted to learn about animals and trees and plants. We went right out into the woods. Yeah, Pop, but that was back in the old days. Oh, they weren't the old days. It wasn't that long ago. <laughs> we don't have any woods around here. Well, of course we do. There are plenty of woods around here. The hills are covered with trees. Well, it was easier for you, Pop. Grandma Nelson told us that your Pop used to take you on hikes in the woods. Yes, that's true, he did. Many an afternoon, I remember Pop would come in and say, Let's go, boys, we're taking a hike. Off we'd go up to the Pines or up to Phelps Woods. I'll bet you had a lot of fun. Yeah, we sure did. There weren't many dads like my father. There aren't any now at all. <laughs> Gee, Pop, why don't you ever take us on hikes? Well, I will. It's it's just. Oh a... boy, when can we go? Well, any time. It doesn't. Let's have... go tomorrow. Well. Can we, Pop? Can we go tomorrow? Well, I'll see. Maybe. That's a promise. <laughs> okay, it's a promise. Do you think we'll catch a skunk? Uh, you don't catch a skunk, Ricky. You run in the opposite direction. <laughs> Why? Because they have awfully sharp teeth. <laughs> 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 
Now, come on, let's get after that homework. And I mean the real school books, the spelling and stuff. Okay, Pop. Okay, Pop. Bacon smells good. Well, good morning. I was beginning to get worried. About an hour ago, I heard you say you were getting up. Oh, I was. It was cold, and I wanted another blanket. You better get a blanket for the eggs. They're cold, too. <laughs> the boys eating yet? Oh, hours ago. They're upstairs changing their clothes. Changing their clothes for what? They're going hiking today. Oh. Well, it's a nice day for a hike. Me, I think I'll do a few things around the house. Maybe I'll try out that new couch on the porch. It looks pretty comfortable. Well, perhaps I didn't hear the boys correctly, but aren't you taking them up to Indian Springs for a hike or something? They said you promised them you would. I promised? Oh, oh that. Oh, well, we were just talking last night. I, I don't think it was anything definite. Well, they're upstairs getting out their camping stuff. They seem to think they're going today. Say, maybe I did mention that we might take a trip up there. Oh, they'll forget all about it. You know how they are. Enthusiastic about something, and ten minutes later, it's all forgotten. I seem pretty enthusiastic about the hike. Well, you know how they change from one minute to the next. Remember last summer? That rocket ship they were going to build and fly to the moon in it? They never did go. (laughs) I hope they won't be disappointed when they find out you aren't going to take them. Well, who said anything about not taking them? They still want to go after I finish breakfast. I'll be only too glad to take it. Oh, that's wonderful, dear. I'm sure they want to go. They've been talking about it all morning. As a matter of fact, it'll probably be a lot of fun for me, too. Get a little exercise, some of that clear mountain air, hear the brown leaves crunching under my feet. Oh, isn't it lucky? What's the matter? Well, I'm so glad you enjoy the sound of crunching. I just burned the toast. Hi, Oz. Well, what a coincidence. I was just on my way over to see you. Oh, gee, I'm awful sorry, Thorny, but as a matter of fact, I'm a little short myself this week. Oz, please. I just came over to pay a little neighborly visit. Here, have a cigar. Oh, is Catherine... I mean, I mean are you... No, no, Oz. No special occasion. <laughs> Here, enjoy a good smoke. What's the matter with it? Nothing's the matter with it. Golly, can't a man offer his neighbor a cigar without going through a third degree? Well, don't forget I know you pretty well. You sure it's not going to explode or something? Oh, please, Oz. You have my word for it. Just a plain cigar. As a matter of fact, my boy Will bought it for me. Will? Isn't he a little young for cigars? I I promised to do him a little favor this afternoon, and he bought them for me to show his appreciation. Oh. I don't think I've ever seen this brand before. That tastes kind of strong. (coughs) Oh, what a rope! This is evil, Barney. Oh, please, Oz, don't throw it away. Will may be watching from the window. I don't want to hurt his feelings. Well, I know, Thorny, but it smells like burning rubber or something. Well, the boy's young yet. Doesn't know one cigar from another. But the thought was there. I promise to spend the afternoon with my kids, too, but I certainly hope they aren't out buying me cigars. <laughs> you know, you and I are different, Thorny, but most parents don't realize how important it is to spend time with their children. Oh, sure, especially boys. You'll find that the average boy patterns his entire behavior after his father. Oh, there's no question about it. That's the reason we've got to be careful to set him a good example. Well, I always say... (laughs) (laughs) 
I think you're right about that cigar, Oz. It smells horrible. I think so many parents make a mistake when they make casual promises to their kids and then wriggle out of them in, in uh, one way or another. It's no good. And then the parent wonders... <laughs> I, I think you can throw that away, Oz. Will probably isn't watching after all. It's okay. It's not bad. Now, take me, for instance. I promised to take my boys on a hike this afternoon, and nothing in the world could keep me from it. Hike? Oz, old man, you mean to stand there with that awful cigar in your mouth? And tell me, you don't know about the big professional football game this afternoon? Football game? Well, sure, down at the stadium. Well, isn't that next week? Of course not. It's this afternoon. Well, I thought it was next week. I wonder if it's too late to get tickets. How can you go? You promised to take the boys hiking. Well, yes, but I'm sure they'd rather go to the football game. Don't you think? I don't know, Oz. Did they seem very infused about the hike? Oh, yeah. As a matter of fact, Harriet said they've been talking about it all morning. Why don't I just ask them which they'd rather do? Well, don't you think that's a little unfair to them, Oz? In what way? Well, naturally, they'd know you'd rather go to a football game, so they'd probably give up the hike just to make you happy. But inside, they'd feel that their pop let them down. You really think so? Oh, yes, I do, Oz. A promise is a big thing to a kid. I remember once my grandfather promised to take me fishing, and at the last minute, he changed his mind and took me to a movie instead, a Tarzan picture. And you never quite forgave him? Not only that, I've never felt the same about Elmo Lincoln. <laughs> Since that day, I, I, I don't seem to enjoy his pictures as much. Yeah, I see what... Elmo Lincoln? He hasn't made a picture in years and years. They haven't shown those. Oh, didn't I tell you, Oz, we got a television set? Oh. <laughs> I think you're right about the promise, Thorny. Oh, I'm sure of it. What's one football game compared to setting the right example for David and Ricky? I don't know what I could have been thinking of. A promise is a promise. Yeah, that's the way I look at it, Oz. Even if we don't have a good time this afternoon, we'll have the satisfaction of knowing that we've kept our promises to our boys. Yeah. Uh, where did you promise to take Will? I was a little smarter than you were, Oz. I promised to take Will to the football game. <laughs> wondering, Mom, is Pop pretty good about keeping promises? Well, if you're worried about him taking you on the hike, he's looking forward to it. Oh, gee. What kind of talk is this? Well, Thornberry just said there's a professional football game today. His father's taking him to the game, and all we get is an old hike. Well, I'm surprised at you two guys. I think you have a pretty nice dad. You know, it isn't every father who's good enough to take his boys hiking. You don't want to hurt his feelings, do you? Well, golly, no, but... Do you think if we told him we'd rather see the game than go hiking and it'd hurt his feelings? You're taking a chance. Let's take the chance, David. Mm. No, Ricky, we don't want to hurt Pop's feelings. I'll tell you what you could do. You might just hint that if he'd rather go to the football game, you'd be willing to postpone the hike. Hi, fellas. Hi, Pop. Well, beautiful weather for a hike, isn't it? Yeah. Nice day for football game, too. Uh, Ozzy, the boys have just heard that there's going to be a big football game at the stadium today, and... They thought that if you'd like to postpone the hike, well, they'd understand. We know how much you like football, Pop. Oh, come now, boys. Do you think your old dad would break his promise? Besides, on a beautiful day like this, who wants to sit in a crowded stadium and watch a football game? Shut up, Ricky. No, sir. This is a perfect day for a football... For the... I mean, this is a day for a hike in the pan... The hike in the, the woods. What I mean is we can go to a football game any day, but, but a hike is something that... Well, Indian Springs, you, you can just imagine how beautiful it is up there at, at Indian Springs. 
Indians and, and springs. Well, we just thought oh, that maybe... Oh, thanks very much, fellas, but don't you worry. Your old dad isn't going to let you down. No, sirree. A promise is a promise. Ever since Ozzie Nelson was a little boy, his parents taught him courage, determination, and a sense of honor. These are the virtues it takes to keep a promise. When little Oswald was eight years old, he was courageous. Look at me, Sally. I can eat worms. When he was 12 years old, he was determined. Don't worry, Mom. I'll finish eating this piece of chocolate cake. When he was 16, he had a highly developed sense of honor. Gwendolyn... I must confess, before I met you, I kissed another girl. Ouch! Yes, Ozzy learned early. At 19, he made his first important promise. I promise to pay the Blue Sky Auto Finance Company the sum of $30 a month. And he kept his promise. In fact, the finance company made sure of it. And so the Ozzie Nelson of today has the same grim determination to keep his promise. He's out in the garage now, dusting off his hiking boots. Meanwhile, Harriet has put in her daily call to her mother. Hello? Hello, Mother. It's Harriet. Oh, hello, dear. How are you? Oh, not so good, dear. My feet hurt, and I feel a headache coming on. Have you taken an aspirin? Yes, but my feet still hurt. I went to that modern art exhibit today, and I warn you, dear, don't go. That bad? Dreadful. Simply a collection of three-cornered apples, women with six arms and purple hair. The only thing in a frame that made sense turned out to be the fire hose. Today's the last day of the exhibit, isn't it? Yes. Thank goodness. Well, I'm glad you told me. Ozzy promised to take me, but now I won't insist on it. How is Ozzy, dear? Oh, he's fine. He and the boys are going on a hike today. Today? Isn't he going to the football game? No, he seems to prefer the hike. Really? That doesn't sound like Ozzy. Well, frankly, I think he really wants to go to the game. But he's just sticking to his promise. You know, it's silly because the boys want to go to the game, too. Well, dear, if Ozzy wants to go to the game and the boys want to go to the game, why don't they just go to the game and forget about the hike? Sounds simple. It's as simple as ABC. But this is an XYZ family. <laughs> I guess they'll all go on the hike and be perfectly miserable just so Ozzy can prove he keeps his promises. But you just said he promised to take you to the art exhibit. Yes, but he can't because it's closing today, and last night he promised the boys... Huh? Oh, Mother, I have a wonderful idea. Would you like to hear it? Now, Harriet, if it's some plan to trick Ozzy, I don't want to hear about it. Okay, Mother. You know, I never like to interfere in your little family squabbles. So I'd rather you wouldn't okay, tell mother, me about I'll it. call you again. Goodbye, Mother. Of course, if you insist and you feel that you need my advice, Harriet. Harriet? Operator, operator, we've been disconnected. You can go to the football game today. Oh. I'm not promising, mind you. It's just an idea. Oh, boy, David. Mama's got an idea. Well, don't say it as if it was the first one I ever had. <laughs> What's your idea, Mom? Well, listen to this. Daddy doesn't want to break his promise to take you hiking. But it just happens that he made a promise to me. 
Gee, are you stuck too? <laughs> no, it's just that... Oh, here he comes, boys. Let me do the talking. Well, come on, fellows. Get on your hiking clothes. Dear, I'm terribly sorry, but I think you've forgotten something. Well, I don't think so. Here's my hatchet, my canteen, my toolkit, my collapsible drinking cup. No, I don't mean anything like that, dear. I mean, you made a promise to me. What's that? Remember, dear, you promised to take me to the modern art exhibit whatever day I wanted to go? I promised that? Yes, don't you remember? One night last week. Well, we'll go sometime next week. Today's the last day. Oh, that's a shame. Well, it'll probably be around another year or two. No, uh, dear. Mm-hmm. You promised to take me. A promise is a promise. But, Harriet, I'm taking the boys on a hike. Well, you'll have to postpone the hike. A previous promise eliminates any promise made later. That's the law. That's the law. David, don't hit the table with that walnut cracker. The boys are looking forward to this hike, aren't you, fellows? Oh, that's okay, Pop. You go ahead and take Mom to the art exhibit. Yeah, Pop, we don't mind. I'm sorry, dear, but you did promise to take me. I didn't promise, Harriet. I said I'd take you, but that isn't a promise. What is it, Pop? It's, uh, uh, Ricky, your mother and I are talking. (laughs) You better change your clothes, dear. The fine couple of pals you two turned out to be. Well, gee, Pop, you promised Mom you'd take her. We can't do anything. Well, you didn't have to give up the hike so easily. You'd think you didn't even want to go. Gee, Pop. Why didn't you say something? You're only eight years old, Ricky. Why didn't you cry? I'm not sore at you. I suppose the art exhibit won't be so bad. It gives a man culture, I guess. You don't mind going, Pop? Oh, no. If it'll make your mother happy, I'm only too glad to take her. It'll probably be very interesting. Well, I'll see you guys later. Where are you going, Pop? Outside to see if I can't find something wrong with the car. <laughs> I'm just getting the car. We're going downtown. To the football game? No, we're going to the modern art exhibit at Simon's Galleries. The art exhibit? Mm-hmm. Oh, I might have known. Those long, tapering fingers. No. Those delicate hands. No. Your white shirt splashed with paint. Uh, no, that's just a little ketchup. I had a sandwich. <laughs> oh, Mr. Nelson, I'll bet your paintings win every prize. No, no, no. I- I'm only going to the art exhibit to look. To look? Uh, yes, I'm not a painter. You're not a painter? No. Only a student. No. You live in a garret, a uh, tiny cubicle, a niche, a cubby hole, a dump. Oh, it's... Your room is so tiny you have to paint with your hands in your pocket. <laughs> Where does my model sit? In the next room. You have to peek through the keyhole. Oh, what? <laughs> Feverishly, you work on your portrait day in and day out. No, It I... means fame. The world will soon recognize your genius. I'm just... And so you paint and paint I... and paint. It takes form at last. Only a few more days. And that's finished. Your masterpiece is complete. What depth. What beauty. Your very soul is in this painting. Yes. Soon the world will see her past to your garret. And so to the little art shop around the corner, not knowing that someday this painting will be famous, the dealer offers you five dollars. Five dollars? This is worth five thousand dollars. But you're hungry. You must sell it. I won't. I won't sell it. I'll eat it. I, 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 I'm, Mr. Nelson, what are you talking my about? My man, what do you think that cheap dealer offered me? It's, wait a minute. Emmy Lou, you're all confused. <laughs> I'm going to the art exhibit just to look at the pictures. But I don't want to go even. Well, then why are you going? Because I promised Mrs. Nelson I'd take her. I'll take her, but I won't like it. 
Is that being fair to Mrs. Nelson? Well, she wants you to take her to the art gallery, and you're being mean about I'm... it. You want yourself. What happened to the kind, gentle, loving Mr. Nelson? He's at the football game. <laughs> well, you're cheating if you do something you don't believe in it. Think of your wife, Mr. Nelson. Use the Stanislavski method. What has Stanislavski been thinking of my wife? It's a dramatic technique You keep repeating something until you believe it For instance, you say you're a leaf Until you actually believe you are a leaf You can do the same thing with the art exhibit Keep saying, I want to go to the art exhibit Until you want to go I want to go to the art exhibit I want to go to the art exhibit Well? I think I'll try I'm a leaf Yourself for Mrs. Nelson's sake. Keep repeating it. I want to go to the art exhibit. It'll be, It'll be fun. I want to go to the art exhibit. It'll be fun. It'll be fun. You can do it, Mr. Nelson. You're strong. Good. You're brave. I'm strong. I'm brave. I want to go to the art exhibit. It'll be fun. You're a liar. No, I'm not. Yes, you are. I want to go. It'll be fun. No, it won't. Yes, it will. I'm a leaf. I want to go. I want to go to the art exhibit. It'll be fun. I want to go. It'll be fun. The art exhibit. I want to go to the art exhibit. I want to feast my eyes on those beautiful colors. I want to run barefoot through those gorgeous paintings. I want to go to the art exhibit. You want to go? Yes, I want to go to the art exhibit. Why? It'll be fun. Who says so? Stanislavski. Well, what does a football player know about art? I'm all ready for the art exhibit, Harriet. You are? Yes, it'll be fun. You said that. You don't really want to go, do you? But I do. You didn't a few minutes ago. But I've changed since then. The football game today is supposed to be the best of the season. Yeah, I know. It, it's going to be a grudge game. And, and and I want to go to the art exhibit. I want to go to the art exhibit. I want to go to the... I want to go to the art exhibit. Yes, but we'll be better off at the art exhibit indoors. I, I think it's going to rain. Rain? There isn't a cloud in the sky. Well, they're all hiding behind the mountains, waiting for the football game to start. Ozzy, if you'd rather go to the football game, don't be afraid to say so. Oh, you can go to a football game anytime. I want to go to the art exhibit. Uh, Harriet, you made the wrong turn there. The art exhibit's to the left. You're going to get into all the traffic going to the stadium. I've decided I want to go to the game instead. But I thought you wanted to go to the art exhibit. This is the last day, and a promise is a promise. Harriet, I won't let you make this sacrifice. I made you a promise, and I'll stick to it. Dear, when the rules of living were drawn up, there was one rule that headed the list, and it supersedes all other rules. Harriet, nothing is more firmly established than the obligation to keep a promise. Oh, yes, it is. A woman's right to change her mind. But I want to go to the art exhibit. You'd better quit while you're still ahead, Stanislavski. I might change my mind again. Well, what about the boys? Oh, they're going to meet us at the stadium. It seems they met Emmy Lou, and she convinced them they ought to hike down there. Harriet, are you sure you honestly want to go to the football game? Oh, definitely, dear. I want to go to the football game. I want to go to the football game. I, I want to go to the football game. I want to go to the football game. We'll be back in just a moment. Boy, did we have a good time today. It was neat, boy. Well, what happened to you guys? I thought you were going to meet us at the stadium. We went over to Will Thornberry's instead. 
But I thought Will's father promised to take him to the game. Well, he did, you see, but he fell asleep on the couch, and Will didn't want to wake him up. Anyway, by the time the picture was over, it was too late. Picture? Yeah, we were watching a picture on television. It was real neat, boy. Tarzan of the Apes with Elmo Lincoln. <laughs> There are signs of activity at 1847 Rogers Road where the Nelsons live. Harriet, busy as a beaver, scurries through the house putting things in order. In the living room, Ozzie, husband and helpmate, keeps the boys out of Harriet's way. Or could it be vice versa? Say, what's what's Ozzie doing anyway? What? He's got a deck of cards and some sort of a book. Oh, I see. It's a book of card tricks. Uh, Take a card, David. Any card at all. Okay, let's see. I'll take this one. Uh, no, 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 not that one. Uh, any other card. Take the one sticking out in the middle. He keeps pushing it at you. Okay, now I'll take this one. <laughs> Eight of spades? That's right, Pop. See, David, that trick is what the book calls forcing a card on a person. The Eight of spades was the card I wanted you to take. Well, that's what I figured when you poked me in the eye with it. <laughs> Can we go now, Pop? Well, don't you want me to do a couple more card tricks for you? Oh, sure, Pop. It's just that some of the kids are waiting for us. We're supposed to play basketball. Well, just one more, though, huh? This one's a beauty. Uh, This one on page 65. No, no, don't peek at the book. Now, as you know, there are 52 cards in the deck. One, two, three, four, five, six, Thirty-nine, forty, forty-one, forty-two, forty-three, forty-four, forty-five, forty-six, forty-seven, forty-eight, forty-nine, fifty, fifty-one, fifty-two. You saw them all. Fifty-two. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Ricky, pick a card. Any card at all. Look out for your eye, Ricky. <laughs> okay, I got one. Now tear up the card. Tear it up. I know what I'm doing. Tear it up. Now throw the pieces in the fireplace. <coughs> Good. Now, I counted out the cards, and you saw there were 52. Ricky has taken one card and torn it up, or so it would seem. But when I count them out, there will be... Forty-one, forty-two, forty-three, forty-four, forty-five, forty-six, forty-seven, forty-eight, forty-nine, fifty, fifty-one. <laughs> David, would you get me another deck of cards, please? What's that one called, Pop? Forcing a person to tear up a card? No, it worked perfectly last night. Can we go now, Pop? Well, of course. I was just trying to entertain you a little. I... Why don't you do some tricks for Mom? She doesn't play basketball. Well, you, your mother's busy making sandwiches and things. Well, that's okay, fellas. Uh, you go ahead. Come on, Ricky. We're late. <coughs> Harriet! Harriet, where are you? Harriet! Come on. I know you're in the house. <laughs> Were you calling me? 
Oh, yes. Uh, Harriet, uh, take a card. Oh, I'm awfully busy, dear. The house is an absolute mess, and the girls will be here at 3 o'clock. Well, you don't have to stop working. You just take a card. Come on, any card at all. Okay. Now, put it back in the deck. Now, I shuffle the cards. I cut them. What was the card you selected? Ten of diamonds. Mm-hmm. Now, will you look at the top card, please? All right. Why, Ozzie, that's wonderful. You fooled me completely. Oh. <laughs> I thought it was going to be the Ten of Diamonds and it's the Four Clubs. <laughs> oh, it's, uh, it's, uh, oh, it's pretty clever. It's, it's a oh, little switch. Oh, it's very switch, clever. Huh? If you'll pardon me, dear, I have so much to no, do. No, just one more, huh? This one is called Forcing a Card on a Person. Now, take a card, anyone at all. Oh, my eye. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'll get it. If I can see it. Maybe hit you in the eye. Hello? Hello, Harriet. It's Mother. You try it again. Now, take another card. Hello, Mother. How are you? Fine, dear. You how are you? This. Here, take a card. Now, I'm honey. talking to Mother. Yes, I know you are, dear. <laughs> I was talking to Ozzy. Oh, it sounded like you said you were talking to Mother. Well, I was, but I was talking to Ozzy. Here, now, any card at all. Pardon me, Mother. Ozzy, stop it. Shall I call back later, dear? <laughs> Ozzy's doing card tricks for me. Here, now take a card. Just a minute, Mother. That's it. Now put the card back, but remember it. What card did you get, dear? The Ten of Clubs. Harriet, you told me the card. I told Mother. (laughs) Take another one. What's that, Mother? I didn't say anything. You would? Oh, I know he'd be delighted. What did she say? She wants to know if you'll come over and entertain her this afternoon. Mother loves card tricks. What? Harriet, I said no such thing. I'm not going to be your husband's sitter. Well, go ahead and talk to your mother. I want to practice this a little more. David, Ricky... This is the afternoon you're having the girls over, isn't it, dear? Yes, Mother. It's three o'clock. That's what I thought. And I'm happy to tell you, you couldn't have picked a better day. I looked up your horoscope, and today is your day to meet people. You're bubbling over with personality. Well, that's nice to hear, but frankly, I think I'd bubble a lot more if I could get Cardini out of the house. Who, dear? Shuffles Nelson. <laughs> Better known to us as Ozzy. He's been thick of carding me to death all day. Somebody gave him a book of card tricks for Christmas, and unfortunately, he's just discovered it. Well, now, dear, you don't want to hurt his feelings. If you want Ozzy out of the house, I'll give you a formula I used to use on your father. It got him out of the house every time. Well, go ahead. I'll try anything. It's just ordinary psychology, but it always works. Just tell him how nice it is having him around the house. Is that all? No. Then you ask him to help you with a few things. And that's all there is to it? No, not quite. Now, this part is very important. Step back and make sure the door is open. (laughs) Well, thanks for the advice, Mother, because I've got a million things to do. I know what a nuisance it can be having interruptions when you're getting ready for a party. Yes, well, thanks, Mother. I've got to finish... Then just don't realize when they're in the way... They aren't as sensitive to those things as women are. You're right, Mother. It well, works I... every time. <laughs> Say you want one thing, and they'll do the other. Yes, Mother. Well, I really have to finish it's really my... clever, isn't it? But it's reliable. Just say the opposite. Uh, am I holding you up, dear? If I'm keeping you from your work, I'll get off the fold. Well, frankly, Mother... Uh, no, not at all. Keep right on talking, Mother. Okay. Goodbye, dear. <laughs> 
Yeah, what did your mother want? Oh, she just called me up to tell me about my horoscope. According to mother, this is a good day for me. The tea party will be a tremendous success. Oh, good for you. <laughs> I sure get a kick out of your mother in that astrology book. <laughs> Pick a card, Harriet. Oh, Mother. <laughs> you know, dear, it's awfully nice having you around this afternoon. Uh, what'd you say? I say it's awfully nice having you around. Well, after being married 13 years, I'm glad to hear you finally say that. I mean today in particular, dear... You're such a steadying influence. She's so much fun, too. Here, let me hang this dust rag over your arm. And not many women have such a wonderful husband. Let me lean this mop against you. You're certainly... Where's my coat? I know what you're up to. What do you mean, what I'm up to? Harriet, your mother's a fine woman. But when it comes to psychology, she should stick to being a fine woman. What are you talking about? I know what you're trying to do. She told you to try a little psychology on me, but it's not going to work. Oh? You know I know reverse psychology... You pretend you want me around the house, so I'll leave. That's reverse psychology. Oh? But, knowing that I know reverse psychology, you try reverse reverse psychology. (laughs) You see? You say you want me inside, so I'll think you want me outside. Actually, you want me inside. But thinking you want me outside, I stay inside. But I'm going to fool you. I'm going outside. I just know psychology. (laughs) You can even reverse, reverse, reverse psychology, so it's triple reverse. Now, that works this way. You want me outside. I think you want me inside, but you really want me outside, so instead of staying outside, I stay... No, no. I go outside. Ozzie. Yes? Pick a card. Hi, Oz. Oh, hello, Tharney. What are you chuckling about? It's amazing how people can go off on ridiculous tangents. Uh, who'd you have in mind? Uh, Harriet's mother, for instance. A wonderful woman and very intelligent. But she got a book of astrology for Christmas, and now she pesters everybody to death with horoscopes. All this silly junk. I'm not so sure about that, Oz. An awful lot of people believe in that stuff. Oh, a lot of people believe in anything, Thorny. Uh, what's your horoscope for today? Well, she didn't tell me mine, just Harriet's. This is a very good day for Harriet. A uh, lucky day. Oh, uh, pick a card, Thorny. Any card at all. Let's see. I'll take this one. Funny she didn't tell you your horoscope. Now, put it back in the deck. That's it. You mean maybe mine isn't so good for today? Unlucky day or or something? Yeah. Well, naturally, she wouldn't tell you. She wouldn't want you to worry. If this were a dangerous day for me, Harriet wouldn't let me out of the house, you see. She'd insist. Hmm. Something the matter, Ross? Well, come to think of it, she did try to keep me in the house. She even used reverse psychology. Then what are you waiting for? Oh, Thorny, those horoscopes are a lot of silly nonsense. Maybe yes and maybe no. I happened to look mine up in a book one day, and it said a relative will cause you financial worry. Well? That same afternoon, I got a letter. From a relative? Uh Uh-huh. Uncle Sam wanted $55 more income tax. (laughs) Wait a minute, Thorny. It just dawned on me. Harriet wants me to stay in this afternoon, and for a very good reason. Well, sure, your horoscope. No, no, this has nothing to do with horoscopes. She's giving a tea party this afternoon. Of course, I should have thought of it. She wants me to entertain with my card tricks. Oh, uh, by the way, what happened to the card you picked? You put it back in the deck and shoveled it. Oh, we got to talking here. I forgot which one. Uh, That's it, right there. Well, how can you tell? I can still see the dent you put in it with your fingernail. (laughs) Get back in the house, Oz, please. I'm worried. 
what are you doing back? I hope... Uh, that is, I thought you'd gone for the day. Oh, Harriet, I couldn't leave you in a lurch. I'm back to lend you a hand. Oh, but honestly, dear, I don't need one. I'm doing beautifully. Oh, Harriet, never mind the psychology. Why didn't you just come out and say you want me to entertain with my card tricks? Your card tricks? Oh, Ozzy, really, dear, you wouldn't want to do your tricks for a lot of women. We wouldn't appreciate them. Harriet, if you don't want me in the house, just say so. Ozzy, I love you dearly, but I don't want you in the house this afternoon. <laughs> you know, reverse psychology. <laughs> when will you learn that I'm wise to that? You say you don't when you do. Okay, dear, I'll confess. I hate to impose on you, but do you suppose I could coax you to do a few card tricks for the ladies this afternoon? Just as I thought. Of course I will, dear. Here, pick a card. Do you suppose, could Thorny be right about Ozzy's horoscope? Or is he just jumping to conclusions? It's human enough, goodness knows. Take some of you, for instance. You know the way prices have been soaring the last few years. Now, who could blame you if you jumped to the conclusion that international sterling prices have risen, too? But here's the wonderful thing about international sterling. Prices have not gone up. Other leading silver people have raised their prices, but your favorite international sterling pattern costs the same today as in 1944. Why, do you know you can save $20 by getting eight place settings in an international sterling pattern like Spring Glory rather than some other sterling? Yes, sir. And with that $20, you could buy eight additional teaspoons. This is international sterling, mind you. Solid silver that is artist-designed, created and finished in jewel-like detail at the hands of master craftsmen. See it at your international sterling dealers. Choose it with pride. Cherish it always. For the solid silver with beauty that lives forever is international sterling. man with poker deck in hand following Harriet Nelson around the dining room. That's Ozzie Nelson, father, husband, and take a card. Ozzie's always been fascinated by the art of prestidigitation. Perhaps he'll not stop with mere card tricks, but go on to greater things. Wonderful, mysterious, unbelievable feats of magic. Ladies and gentlemen, in my right hand you see a pistol. In my left hand I hold a small boy. Hello, everybody. I take aim with the pistol. Hello, everybody. I pull the trigger. And in my left hand you now see a small boy with a hole in his head. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, before me, you observe a table. On the table, a high silk hat. Into this hat, I shall now break several eggs. A quart of milk. Two or three ripe tomatoes. And a bottle of ink. I take the magic wand, wave it above the hat, and presto, I reach inside the hat and... Hello, everybody. A small, messy boy with a hole in his head. 
shall now perform the greatest trick ever conceived. Standing before me, you see a long wooden box. In this hand, I have a saw. And in this hand, I have a small boy... Hello, everybody. ...with a hole in his head. <laughs> I now place this small boy in the box. Put the lid on. And now I saw... The box is now in two pieces. I separate the pieces and... Hello, everybody. <laughs> yes, sir, there's no telling how far Ozzy may progress in the field of magical science. Perhaps he's about to spring one of his newest mysterious tricks at this very moment. Uh, Harriet, take a card. Oh, Ozzy, please, I've got to make these sandwiches. Sandwiches, sandwiches. Take a card. All right. Now, I'll close my eyes while you slip it back in the deck. Okay? Now I shuffle... Harriet. Yes, dear? Give me back the card and take this slice of ham out of the deck. <laughs> oh, see who's at the door, will you, dear? Oh, hello, Emmy Lou. Come on in. I brought over the napkins Mrs. Nelson wanted to borrow for the tea this afternoon. Uh, uh, take a card, Emmy Lou. Oh, Mr. Nelson, do you do card tricks? Well, My goodness, there seems to be no end to your talent. Well, I've only been doing them for a few days. I'm really not very good yet. Oh, yes, you are. You're wonderful. You're terrific. <laughs> oh, thank you. Well, let me do the trick first. <laughs> Here, take a card. Which one do you want me to take? Any one at all. That? King of Diamonds. No, 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 no. Emmy Lou, you're not supposed to tell me the card. I'm supposed to tell you. You see, that's the oh. trick. All right, try it again. I'll pick a card. Let me see. Um, I'll take this one. Now, don't let me see it. Okay. Now, what do I do? I put it back in the deck. Oh, this is so exciting. <laughs> <laughs> now, uh, what did you say? <laughs> Carefully now, because I'm going to shuffle. I'll stand back. I look through the cards, and there's the one you picked out, the five of hearts. That's it, isn't it? Oh, dear, I'm so sorry, Mr. Nelson. I got so excited, I forgot to look. <laughs> Do it again. Oh, I better rest my fingers a while. My little pinky's getting a Charlie horse. <laughs> How come you're staying at home today with all these women coming to tea? Well, Mrs. Nelson wanted me to stay around and sort of keep things going. Well, Mr. Nelson, how considerate of you. You're the kind of man I want to marry. Oh, Emmy Lou. You are, Mr. Nelson, a perfect darling. A man who's just one of the girls. <laughs> are you, you sure you're not looking at me from an angle? I, I... <laughs> the, the reason I'm here is because... Well, Mrs. Nelson has practically forced me to stay. You see, she wants me to entertain with my card tricks. She kept coaxing me, so I finally gave in. Oh, that's just like you. Well, there's another factor involved, too. Mrs. Nelson's mother has a lot of faith in astrology, and she told Mrs. Nelson... <laughs> this is silly. She told Mrs. Nelson my horoscope said it'd be dangerous for me to go out today, but of course I don't believe in that stuff. Oh, I wouldn't scoff if I were you. You're talking just the way poor cousin Susie talked before she passed on. She didn't believe in astrology? No. Mother warned her that the horoscope said she shouldn't go roller skating. But how could you reason with anyone 94 years old? (laughs) 
it's just stacking, uh, just uh, looking over my cards. Oh, the girls are here, and I told them all about your tricks. They're dying to see them. I've been thinking it over, and I don't think I'll come down, Harriet. Well, for goodness sakes, why not? Oh, my tricks aren't really perfected. Oh? Well, suit yourself, dear. You mean you aren't even going to coax me? <laughs> oh, of course I am. Please come down, dear. The girls will be terribly disappointed if you don't. No, Harriet. There's chocolate cake. No. Vanilla ice cream? No, no. That attractive Mrs. Walker's here. She was asking if you're still as handsome as ever. Uh, a chocolate cake? <laughs> well, just a few tricks. There you are, ladies, the three of clubs. <laughs> please, please, ladies, not, not too much applause. I get a headache for you. <laughs> for my next trick, I shall attempt to find not one, not two, not three, but four hidden cards. Oh, you can do it, Tootsie Roll. <laughs> Thank you, Mrs. Canfield. And now if four of you will take cards, uh, Mrs. Douglas, Mrs. Buckley, Mrs. Dunkel, Mrs. Walker... Oh, Mrs. Walker. <laughs> now, each of you look at your card. And there. Now, place them back in the deck. Cut several times. And now, right from the top of the deck, one, two, three, four, your cards, ladies. Good oh, <laughs> for you. That's going to be Oh, you know what you're doing, Tootsie Roll. Thank you, Mr. Oh, Mr. Nelson, that was simply marvelous. Thank you very much. <laughs> Thank you very much, Mrs. Walker. Oh, Mrs. Walker, take a card. All right. Now, what shall I do with it? Uh, why don't you keep it? I have a whole deck. <laughs> Is this one of your new tricks, Ozzy? Oh, no, you're up to your old tricks, aren't you, Dusty? <laughs> Mr. Nelson, this is positively the most amazing trick I've ever seen. Oh, uh, what trick is that, Mrs. Gibbons? Oh, don't play innocent. You know perfectly well. Look, girls, isn't he marvelous? He didn't even come near me, and here's a card in my ham sandwich. <laughs> oh, well, that must have happened. It's, uh, I think if you'll check that card, you'll find it to be the six of salami. <laughs> Now, this is a new one, girls. I think you'll like this one. Let's see. Uh, Mrs. Canfield. Oh, yes. <laughs> Very quickly now. Take three cards. Any three. Uh, well, uh, this one. This one. And uh, this one. <laughs> now, according to my calculations, they should all be exactly the same suit. Now, take a look. Oh, isn't that marvelous? They're all the same. Thank you, ladies. Here they are, the two of spades, the nine of diamonds, and the king of hearts. They're supposed to be the same. Well, they are, aren't they? They've all got bicycles on the back. <laughs> now, now, girls, I think I have time for just one more thing. Now, watch this. Girls, I'm so glad that you could all come. Goodbye. Goodbye, Tootsie Roll. Goodbye, Tootsie Roll. Keeps calling me Tootsie Roll. 
I don't know whether she thinks I'm sweet or I'm built like one. Oh, what do you care, dear? Everybody had a wonderful time, and you deserve all the credit. You were absolutely terrific. Oh, thank you, dear. As a matter of fact, I have several engagements requesting my services. Mrs. Gibbons wants us for dinner Friday. Bring my cards. Mrs. Hodges wants us over Saturday. Bring my cards. Mrs. Dunkel wants us over Sunday. Bring my cards. Mrs. Floyd wants me over tomorrow. Bring your cards? Uh, no, bring my plunger. Her sink is stopped up. <laughs> Everybody had a wonderful time, and we owe it all to you. Well, you wanted me to entertain. The least I could do was try. Oh, no, dear. That's why I feel so guilty. I did my best to keep you out of the house. Harriet, what are you trying to give me? You wanted me in the house. I know all about my horoscope saying it'd be dangerous for me to go outdoors today. What horoscope? Well, didn't your mother tell you that? Mother didn't even mention your horoscope. Well, some... I, I, I got the idea someplace. What are you doing? I'm just curious. I want to see what your horoscope is for today. See, you're Pisces, aren't you? March 20th. Pisces, Pisces. Uh, look under Tootsie Roll. <laughs> Here it is. Oh, it's lucky you did stay in today. Well, then Thorny was right. It could have been dangerous. Not for you, dear, but for me. Listen to this. Warning to wives. Be careful of your husband. Today is the one day in the year he is irresistible to women. Wow. No wonder you were such a tremendous success with your card check. Irresistible. Ah, <laughs> oh, that stuff's a lot of nonsense. <laughs> uh, Harriet. Yes, dear? I think I'll take a stroll down to the corner and get a paper. Oh, Ozzy, how can you be so cruel? Cruel? Well, of course, dear. Didn't you hear your horoscope? You're irresistible to women today. Stop kidding. But you really are, dear. I ought to know. I'm a woman. Please stay home. Okay, if it'll make you happy, I'll stay in the house the rest of the day. Is that a promise? That's a promise. Well, thank goodness. I was afraid I was going to have to do all those dishes by myself. <laughs> We'll be back in just a moment. Harriet. Yes, dear? Are you asleep? Not quite. Why? I just figured out to do how to do that trick I couldn't remember this afternoon. Take a card. Ozzy. Any card at all. Ozzy. Yes, dear? It's after midnight. You're no longer irresistible to women. <laughs> If you enjoyed that golden age of radio production, be sure to follow the Riley and Kimmy show. We feature old-time radio shows from time to time. We have archived episodes available right now on our website at RileyandKimmy.com. Some of them have old-time radio episodes on them. Please tell your friends about the Riley and Kimmy show. Help us grow. Our social media links are available on our website at RileyandKimmy.com. That's R-I-L-E-Y. And Kimmy, K-I-M-M-Y, dot com. If you friend, follow, and like us, we will friend and follow you back. Also, be sure to check out our website, events page, and our social media pages for updates where the Riley and Kimmy show will be appearing next. And we're available for your pop culture event and also those that are animal-based, about pets and animals, too. We have a spinoff show called Animal Special. 
So be sure to tell your friends about us. It's the Riley and Kimmy Show, the nerd variety talk show with daily pop culture episodes. The Riley and Kimmy Show. Find archive podcasts of The Riley and Kimmy Show at RileyandKimmy.com. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.